Everyday Long-Termism by Owen underscore Cotton Barrett. Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is, Everyday Long-Termism, published by Owen underscore Cotton Barrett on the Effective Altruism Forum. This post is about a question. What does long-termism recommend doing in all sorts of everyday situations? I've been thinking, on and off, about versions of this question over the last year or two. Properly I don't want sharp answers which try to give the absolute best actions in various situations, which are likely to be extremely context-dependent and perhaps also weird or hard to find, but good blueprints for long-termist decision-making in everyday situations, pragmatic guidance which will tend to produce good outcomes if followed. The first part of the post explains why I think this is an important question to look into. The second part talks about my current thinking and some guess answers, that everyday long-termism might involve seeking to improve decision-making all around us, skewing to more important decision-making processes, while abiding by common-sense morality. A lot of people provided some helpful thoughts in conversation or on old drafts, interactions that I remember as particularly helpful came from, Nick Beckstead, Anna Shalomone, Rose Hadsar, Ben Todd, Eliana Lork, Will McCaskill, Toby Ord they may not endorse my conclusions, and in any case all errors, large and small, remain my own. Motivations for the question. There are several different reasons for wanting an answer to this. The most central two are. Strong long-termism says that the morally right thing to do is to make all decisions according to long-term effects. But for many many decisions it's very unclear what that means. At first glance the strong long-termist stance seems like it might recommend throwing away all of our regular moral intuitions, since they're not grounded in long-term effects. This could leave some dangerous gaps, we should look into whether they get rederived from different foundations, or if something else should replace them. More generally it just seems like if long-termism is important we should seek a deep understanding of it, and for that it's good to look at it from many angles, and everyday decisions are a natural and somewhat important class. Having good answers to the question of everyday long-termism might be very important for the memetics, social dynamics of long-termism. People encountering and evaluating an idea that seems like it's claiming broad scope of applicability will naturally examine it from lots of angles. Two obvious angles are what does this mean for my day-to-day life, and what would it look like if everyone was on board with this? Having good and compelling answers to these could be helpful for getting buy into the ideas. I think an action-guiding philosophy is at an advantage in spreading if there are lots of opportunities for people to practice it, to observe when others are R&T following it, and to habituate themselves to a self-conception as someone who adheres to it. For long-termism to get this advantage, it needs an everyday version. That shouldn't just provide a fake token activity, but meaningful practice that is substantively continuous with the type of long-termist decision-making which might have particularly large important long-term impacts. If long-termism got to millions or tens of millions of supporters, as seems plausible on timescales of a decade or three, it could be importantly bottlenecked on what kind of action-guiding advice to give people. A third more speculative motivation is that the highest leverage opportunities may be available only at the scale of individual decisions, so having better heuristics to help identify them might be important. The logic is outlined in the diagram below. Suppose opportunities naturally arise at many different levels of leverage, value out per unit of effort in, and scales, how much effort they can absorb before they're saturated. In an ecosystem with lots of people seeking the best ways to help others, the large plus good opportunities will all be identified and saturated. The best large opportunities left will be merely fine. For opportunities with small scale, however, there isn't enough total value in exploiting them for the market to reliably have identified them. So there may be very high leverage opportunities left for individuals to pick up. Black dots represent opportunities for altruistic impact. Of course this diagram is oversimplifying. 
it is an open question how efficient the altruistic market is even at large scales. It's also an open question what the distribution of opportunities looks like to begin with. But even though it's likely not this clean, the plausibility of the dynamic applying to some degree gives me reason to want decent guidance for long-termist action that can be applied on the everyday scale. Interactions with patient urgent long-termism. All of these reasons are stronger from a patient long-termist perspective than an urgent one. The more it's the case that the crucial moments for determining the trajectory of the future will occur quite soon, the less value there is in finding a good everyday long-termist perspective, versus just trying to address the crucial problems directly. I guess it has very limited leverage on anything in the next decade or two, is very important for critical junctures that are more than 50 or 100 years away, and somewhere in the middle for timescales in the middle. I think as a community we should have a portfolio which is spread across different timescales, and everyday long-termism seems like a really important question for the patient end of the spectrum. Thoughts on some tentative answers. It seems likely to me that good blueprints will involve both some proxy goals and some other heuristics to follow. Proxies have some advantages but also some disadvantages. I could elaborate on the thinking here but I don't have a super crisp way of expressing it and I'm not sure anyone will be that interested. Good candidates for proxy goals would ideally be good, in expectation, for the long-term future. Specify something that is broad enough that many decision situations have some interaction with the proxy. Be robust, such that slight perturbations of the goal or the world still leave something good to aim for. Have some continuity with good goals in more strategic, less everyday, situations. Cultivating good decision-making. The proxy goal that I, currently, feel best about is improving decision-making. I don't know how to quantify the goal exactly, but it should put more weight on bigger improvements, on more important decision-makers, and on the idea of good decision-making itself being important to foster. An elevator pitch for a blueprint for long-termism which naturally comes with an everyday component might be something like. We help decision-makers care for the right things, and make good choices. We care about the long-term, but it's mostly too far off to perceive clearly what to do. So our chief task is to set up the world of tomorrow for success by having people organizations well-placed to make good decisions, in the senses both of aiming for good things, and doing a good job of that. We practice this at every scale, with attention to how much the case matters. At the local level, everyone can contribute to this by nudging towards good decision-making wherever they see opportunities, at work, in their community, with family and friends. Collectively, we work to identify and take particularly good opportunities for improving decision-making. This often means aiming at improving decision-making in particularly important domains, but can also mean looking for opportunities to make improvements at large scale. Currently, much of our work is in preventing global catastrophes, improving thinking about how to prioritize, and helping expose people to the ideas of long-termism. For background on why I think cultivating good decision-making is robustly good for the long-term, see my postal and web of virtue thesis and good altruistic decision-making as a basin in idea space. Overall I feel reasonably good about this as a candidate blueprint for long-termism. It's basically a single coherent thing. It connects up to philosophical motivations and down to action guidance. The proxy of good decision-making is basically one I got to by thinking with the timeless lens on long-termism. It contextualizes existing EA work. Spreading ideas of EA long-termism are particularly important in the world today because these are crucial pieces missing from most decision-making. When we have good foresight over existential risks, these become key challenges of our time, and it becomes obviously good decision-making to work on them. There are opportunities to help improve decision-making on all sorts of different scales including the everyday, so there are lots of chances for people to get their hands dirty trying to help things. Here are some examples of everyday long-termism in pursuit of this proxy. 
Alice votes for a political candidate whom she has relative trust in the character of, even though she disagrees with some of their policies, and encourages others to do the same. Slowly contributing to the message you need to be principled to be given power, which both makes it more likely that important decision-makers are principled trustworthy. Reinforces social incentives to be of good character. Bob goes to work as a primary school teacher and helps the children to perceive themselves as moral actors, as well as rewarding clear thinking. Clara is a manager in the tech industry, and encourages a mindset on her team of do things properly, and for the right reasons rather than just chasing short-term results. She talks about this at conferences. Dia works as a science journalist, and tries to give readers a clear picture of what we do and don't understand about how the future might go. Elmo hosts dinner parties, and exhibits curiosity about guests' opinions, particularly on topics that touch on how the world may unfold over decades, warmly but robustly pushing back on parts that don't make sense to him. He occasionally talks about his views on the importance of the long term, and why it means it's particularly valuable to encourage good thinking. Abide by common sense morality. While pursuing the proxy goal of improving decision-making, I would also recommend following general precepts of common sense morality, for example don't mislead people, try to be reliable, be considerate of the needs of others. There are a few different reasons that I think common sense morality is likely to be largely a good idea, expanded below. It's generated by a similar optimization process as would ideally produce common sense long-termist morality. It can serve as a safeguard to help avoid the perils of naive utilitarianism. It's an expensive to fake signal of good intent, so can help make long-termism look good. I don't think that common sense morality will give on the nose the right recommendations. I am interested in the project of working out which pieces of common sense morality can be gently put down, as well as which new ideas should be added to the corpus. However, I think it will get a lot of things basically right, and so it's a good place to start and consider deviations slowly and carefully. Similar optimization processes, speculative. Common sense morality seems like it's been mimetically selected to produce good outcomes for societies in which it's embedded, when systematically implemented at local level. We'd like a common sense long-termist morality, something selected to produce good outcomes for larger future society, when systematically implemented at local level. Unfortunately finding that might be difficult. There's a lot of texture to common sense morality. We might expect that the ideal version of common sense long-termist morality would have similar amounts of texture. And we can't just run an evolutionary process to find a good version. However, in an ideal world we might be able to run such an evolutionary process, letting people take lots of different actions, magically observing which turned out well or badly for the long term, and then selectively boosting the types of behavior that produced good results. That hypothetical process would be somewhat similar to the real process that has produced common sense morality. The outputs of those processes would be optimized for slightly different things, but I expect there would be a significant degree of alignment, since both outcomes benefit from generally good and fair decisions, and are hurt by selfishness, corruption, etc. Safeguarding against naive utilitarianism. Roughly speaking, I think people sometimes think of the relationship between EA and traditional everyday morality as something like differing points on a spectrum. I think that these two dimensions are actually more orthogonal than in opposition. The spectrum only appears when you think about a tug of war about what good is. Scores are stylized representations of how much good people end up doing. Being strategic leads you to working in higher leverage domains, which makes the magnitude of your effects bigger. Utilitarianism, along with other optimizing behaviors, gets kind of a bad reputation. I think this is significantly because naive application can cause large and real harms, when the mechanisms of harm are indirect and so easy to sometimes lose sight of. I think that common sense morality can serve as a backstop which stops a lot of these bad effects. 
We might think of common sense morality as a mimetic force exerting upwards pressure in this diagram. What we might call strategic long-termism is a mimetic force exerting rightwards pressure, which seems much more undersupplied in society as a whole. But given the asymmetry between the top left and bottom right quadrants, we'd ideally like a mimetic force which routes via the top left. I think this provides some reason to bundle, something in the vicinity of, common sense morality and as part of the mimetic package of long-termism. And then since, as I argued above, part of the purpose of having a good blueprint for everyday long-termism is to help the mimetics of it by giving people to practice, this should presumably be part of that blueprint. And since common sense morality is already something like a known quantity, it doesn't cost a great deal of complexity to include it as part of the message. Signaling value. As long-termism grows as a cultural force, it seems likely that people encountering it will use a variety of different means to judge what they think of it. Some people will try to examine the merits of the philosophical arguments. Some people will consider whether the actions it recommends seem to make sense. Some people will question the motivations of the people involved in promoting it. I think that a lot of parts of common sense morality stand in the way of corruption. This means that abiding by common sense morality is relatively cheap for actors who are not self-interested, and relatively expensive for actors who are primarily self-interested. So it's a costly signal of good intent. I think this will help to make it seem legitimate and attractive to people. To be clear, if I thought abiding by common sense morality was otherwise a bad idea, this consideration would be quite unlikely to tip it over into worthwhile. But I think it's anyway a good idea, and this consideration provides reason to prioritize it even somewhat beyond what would be suggested by its own merits. Closing thoughts. I've laid out a case for considering the question of everyday long-termism. I feel confident that this is an important question, and think it deserves quite a bit of attention from the community. I've also given my current picture of what seems like a good blueprint for everyday long-termism. I'd be surprised if that's going in totally the wrong direction, but I'd love to hear arguments that it is. On the other hand I think it's quite possible that the high-level picture is slightly off, very likely that I've made some errors of judgment in the details, and I'm certain that there's a lot more detail that could productively be hashed out. Thanks for listening to help us out with a nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.